0: Spiritual Bestie. Join me as we go on a journey of self discovery, expansion, and evolution. It's Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. What's up, beautiful souls? It's Candy, your Spiritual Bestie, back with another episode of Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. Hey guys, happy fall equinox. Welcome to Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie, the podcast where we delve deep into esoteric, astrological, spiritual, and mental health things. I'm your host, Candy, also known as the Spiritual Bestie. If you're returning to the podcast as a loyal day one listener, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And if it's your first time listening, welcome, boo, to the mostly safe side of spirituality. I say mostly safe because I ain't no killer, but don't push me, okay? Don't push me. (laughs) In all authenticity, I hold safe spaces that are judgment-free for those looking to get a little deeper with their spirituality. I believe in safeguarding these spaces. And holding safe spaces doesn't always mean that every now and then spirit doesn't push me to give a little read down. That might make you a little uncomfortable. You may not necessarily agree with everything that I say. You might even get mad at me. But the good thing is, I answer the spirit. And the divine creator be checking me too. So I speak genuinely from a space of love and you're safe here. So again, welcome. I'm currently a grad student working on my master's in marriage and family therapy. Why marriage and family therapy? Well, because I believe that a lot of our trauma... A lot of the issues that we take into our relationships are all rooted in things that we've experienced in our childhood or the systems that we were raised in. And so I decided to pursue marriage and family therapy in efforts to bring healing to my community. And I'm just here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery through this podcast. I'm also looking to guide you through a journey of self-awareness and empowerment. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I don't take for granted that you could have been doing anything else right now. You could have been listening to anything else. Um, So I appreciate you being here with me right now. Today's episode herb is elderberry, and I encourage you to look it up. That was the herb that came intuitively in to me for this episode, and I just want to pass that information on to you. Um, let me catch you guys up because it has been a while. Um, the last time that we spoke was spring equinox, interestingly enough. I didn't plan it like this. My ideal goal for releasing episodes at this time in this stage of my life and where everything is as a grad student, ideally, I would have liked to release an episode during my breaks from school, which I get a break every 10 weeks for three weeks. Last semester when I had my break, I just I couldn't I needed I needed a break I needed rest and that's really what I did even by the time I got ready to go back to school for the next semester I was still exhausted and I felt like I was barely hanging on by the end of this semester I was just over it but It's just been a long journey. You know, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm so thankful for it. I give gratitude every single day because I know that there is something really amazing happening. It's kind of like when we were kids and our parents, you know, I'm from Florida, so we used to go to Disney World like regularly enough. Like I've been to Disney World so many times, right? And it was like that. Ex- it's like that excitement, you know, when we were entering. If you've ever been to Disney World in Florida, there's this like long driveway. Right. And it's like as you're entering it, they're they're preparing you for the excitement. You know, you see the archways with like Mickey and the Disney characters. And, you know, as you're getting closer, you're seeing more Disney activity, more Disney things. And they really have this entryway, like really prepped and set up in a way that gets you really excited as you go through right and so as we're entering you know my parents are taking us to disney world as we're entering it's like we're getting hyped because we see what's ahead like we know disney world is up on the road ahead we are headed in here we're on our way and you just you know we getting hyped. we're excited ready and anticipating the entrance right But the whole way is exciting. And I do my best to stay and to live in the moment and not just live for the future so much because that's easy to get caught up into too as well, right? It's so easy to be excited for what's to come that we're not even living in the moment in gratitude and appreciation and thanks for what we have right here, right now. And I do my best to live in the right here right now, giving gratitude. But also, I got my eyes on the prize, baby. I got my eyes on the road, (laughs) on the journey up ahead. So that has been how things have been for me. I have about 15 months left. I am excited for what's to come. But I'm also very much connected with my journey here and now. And I'm very thankful. And... I've learned so much. I'm still learning a lot, but baby, sometimes it's just exhausting being on this, you know, consistent cycle of having papers due, of having assignments due, of responding to discussions, of, you know, finding your way to an A. Like, it's sometimes it's just, it's a lot. So... At the same time, I'm I'm thankful because this couldn't be happening. Honestly, I don't see myself having been ready for this any sooner than right now. So I'm very much thankful for it. Um The cards, let me let me give you the energy of today and let's talk about what all of this means. Um, so I had the intention of pulling one card, but of course, two cards fell out. The first card that fell out was the temperance card. And I feel like the temperance card is very fitting for the energy of Libra season, right? Libra season is all about balance. It's about harmony. It's about justice. It's very much duality that comes through. And Libra is very much air energy. But... um This card is giving heavy on the balance. Um, I am working with the Miss Cleo deck. I love this deck because it's melanated. And the angel on this deck that is practicing the art of balance has an unk tied around her waist. The unk symbolizing the womb, symbolizing femininity symbolizing um, life as well. And this card to me is just reminding me that life requires balance. And when we're out of balance, we get very much into that five energy, which is also the number of this card. It's a it's the 14th card of the tarot deck. But when you do the numerology on it, it equals five. So it's bringing in five energy, which is the energy of confusion. Um, A lot of times it's challenging energy and it is an energy that can bring about a little bit of frazzled energy as well. You know, if you're not in the right space for it, So the temperance card to me is reminding us to bring better balance into our life. And we're going to talk about that more in today's episode because I did like sit down and channel and take in some take some notes. And I'll be sharing what spirit gave to me today. The other card that came up was the star card. The star card is very unique because it comes right after the tower card. And the Tower card is a card that if you haven't seen it in the Tarot deck, if you're not familiar with it, Google it and take a look at it. The Tower card involves people literally falling out of a tower, possibly to their death. We don't know. But it is a card that brings about an energy of restructuring An energy of dismantling. And some people may even say destructive energy. The tower is falling. And while the falling of the tower may result in a beautiful thing occurring. It is anything but beautiful. It is traumatic. It is dramatic. It is a hard fall. It is a lot of chaos that comes with the tower falling okay and so here we are now after the tower falls we are here left with the aftermath that includes mourning it includes grief it is kind of and I've said this before in describing the star card this is like the card that comes with the energy that we see in a movie. Like if we, if you've ever watched movies on war and you've seen like a big battle occurring and then the next day things are just kind of hissing and smoking and fires have been put out, but things are still smoky. And there's a lot of times uncertainty that comes after the tower falls Because while it may be necessary for the tower to fall, once things have been dismantled and disrupted and uprooted, a lot of times it's like, like a now what? Now what do we do? Now where do we go? What's next? Okay, we set this boundary. We stood our ground. Shit's falling apart. Now what? So the star card is coming through. The card number is 17, but it's bringing energy of the number eight. And now what I'm hearing and what I'm receiving in this moment is that this is the card that is coming through for this moment to speak to the energy of us really getting in our own heads and kind of sorting through all of the the thoughts and the confusion and the chaos and the grief and everything that's just swirling around up there for us. And it's also a reminder for us to get and stay connected with our source because in these moments where the, where the tower has fallen, where things have been dismantled, where things have been uprooted, where there's been destruction, where there's chaos and confusion. You have to connect with source in order to get some clarity on some things in this moment. So we had those cards come up. We also had um, our Oracle card And the oracle card that came up was the card of innocence. I've been dreaming a lot, right? I've had a few dreams that have been kind of, the dreams themselves have not been repetitive, but I've been seeing repeating symbols in my dreams. And one of those things that I've been repeating have been babies. I've been seeing a lot of babies in my dreams. It's been very interesting. And what babies represent, though, in dreams is innocence. They represent newness. They also represent, in a lot of ways, a sense of ignorance. And we think of ignorance when we hear that term. It may sound or feel kind of negative. But ignorance is just really the being in a state of unawareness you know not being educated on a particular something and babies are just they they are innocent creatures. they are they are good reminders of the beauty of life. they're good reminders that new beginnings are possible. baby symbolize, Things within our own inner nature that are pure about us, that are vulnerable. And so in this journey that I've been on in this space this year, I'm finding myself becoming more aware of the fact that although some things in my life feel a little uncertain Seeing these symbols come up for me, specifically with the babies, is just reminding me that I don't require a lot to make me happy. They're reminders that there is still a part of myself that is unjaded, that is pure, that is pure love, that is uncorrupted, that is still willing to be vulnerable and I'm tapping more into that. So the innocence card energy is seven energy. Seven is a very spiritual number. Um, The actual number that's on the card is 25 on this particular um, tarot card not tarot card excuse me this particular oracle card and honestly I cannot remember the name of the deck I know it's a tau deck but um if I remember it, I'll put it in the show notes this um seven energy is very spiritual and I've been I've been on a journey I've definitely been on a journey this year um Venus retrograde ended September 23rd, which coincidentally was also the first day of fall. And what I have found during this time period, I feel like I was really called to show up for myself. During the month of August, I went to residency in Orlando And this was for school. And so residency is where we go and we practice role playing and practice implementing the skills that we have learned up to this point so that we can prepare ourselves in this one of two part series of exercises to be able to provide therapy with real people, so we use complicated scenarios and role play it out. We get graded on it, and during this time period, though, I realized that certain things about myself I realized that I was right where I was supposed to be. I found a deeper connection with my higher self. What's been going on lately has been on another level, baby. It's been on another level. My spiritual senses have been so keen and so heightened lately that I've been in awe of how spirit is moving through me and of the level to where my gift has elevated it's a place I've never been before in my life. This is a space that's very new. And while spirit has enabled me to be able to read down, baby, this is different. This is very different. And I had to show up for myself first. And during the Venus retrograde, I've been spending a lot of time loving on myself, connecting with myself Figuring out what self-love looks like for me in this space in my life. And we talk so much about self-love, setting boundaries, and it sounds like this amazing, beautiful thing. But oftentimes what happens is in these moments where we're choosing ourselves over those that we want to love and be loved by so bad, it can be so hard. It can be very painful. It sounds like this amazing thing that we're doing. But the truth of the matter is setting boundaries, putting our foot down, choosing ourselves first can be very painful. It can be very lonely. I've talked to you guys before on this podcast about how just coming out of the spiritual closet really caused me to be ostracized in my family you know people make all kinds of assumptions about my spirituality that's so far from the truth that at this point I don't even try to defend it anymore it just is what it is a lot of times people don't understand how that's possible because they don't have a true understanding of spirituality and they don't, they true don't have a true understanding of um, spiritual hierarchy and the systems. Um, they just are regurgitating information that they were told that they should be aware of or that they were told they should be connected to. So, The truth of the matter is that setting these boundaries is oftentimes harder, lonelier, more difficult, and probably brings more anxiety and dissatisfaction initially than anything. And it's not guaranteed that you'll feel any real um, peace about that, about being the black sheep in your family. You know, that may be your cross to bear. I know personally for me, This has been a journey and setting boundaries for myself and really checking in to see what does self-love look like for me? What does it look like right now for me as I have gone on this journey in search of a deeper connection with my creator? I found a deeper connection with myself and I found a greater sense of peace as a result of having this deeper connection with the divine creator that resulted in a deeper connection with myself. And this peace is something that's important to me and needs to be protected. And so there's no compromise on that. And I have found that in in the Venus retrograde, things really came to a tower moment for me and you know I drew these cards and asked Spirit to provide me with cards that would kind of set the tone for today's episode and I found it to be so amazing that the star card and the temperance card came up because in the journey of rediscovering yourself In that post-tower moment where now we are evaluating how to rebuild. What does this new space look like? What does this new world look like for us? In those moments where we are in heavy emotional spaces. Where we're having to pour into ourselves more because... We weren't poured into previously the people that were in charge of caring for us and pouring into us and helping us to grow into functional individuals and human beings drop the ball. And maybe they didn't care. Maybe they still don't care, but maybe they just didn't have better themselves. Right. So now we're in this in this star space and. It requires some temperance. It requires some patience. It requires some grace and some empathy. As we kind of recalibrate and find our balance. It's like riding a bike. You know, this temperance energy coming through is like bike riding. It's about balance. And sometimes we don't get it right the first time. Sometimes we stay out of balance. But right now. In this season, post Venus retrograde, well, Venus retrograde, I feel like really highlighted the imbalance, the imbalance within like it really highlighted for me the fact that I didn't know in this cycle of my life what self care and what self love looks like. And so I've been on a journey of discovering that for myself. And I hope I'm not ranting too much, but I feel like spirit is really speaking through me right now because it's so important for us to really understand that this cycle that we came through with the Mercury retrograde, with the Venus retrograde, with all of these planets that are still currently retrograde, we're being called to look at ourselves We're being called to look at the systems around us, look at the agreements that we have made and the relationships that we're feeding and whether or not these things are in balance, whether or not we are being fed from these situations. And it has to be evaluated in a healthy way. What I'm talking about is really evaluating whether or not the places that we are pouring into are pouring back into us. So, Venus retrograde finally over. That was, it It had some rough moments, but it also had some beautiful moments. Um, and now it's officially fall. And that means that we are entering... We are now in the final quarter of this calendar year. And I, I, I've i told you guys before, I do celebrate the actual new year, which is springtime. But also, I think it's important to stay connected to the calendar new year and the calendar cycles as well, because there's those dates are still significant. Those time periods are still significant. The reason being is because of all the energy that's put into them. And so it's officially fall for me personally. That means that I'm about to enter a new personal year. My birthday is October 29th. So I'm kind of entering about to enter into my December. And so right now I'm in a one year and The one year for me personally has been heavy on the eye within. I found Venus retrograde to really unearth things and highlight things for me in a way that I wasn't expecting. And the number one itself is about independence. It's about intuition. It's about new beginnings and individuality. And so for me... Most of all, it was about connecting with the one, the divine, the all. And in doing that, I'm finding a deeper connection, as I said earlier, with myself. This Venus retrograde cycle was really pivotal for me because I connected with the fact that I carry the essence of the divine creator of all things within me. And it's one thing when you say like these affirmations it's another when that connection is made and that switch goes off where you realize how true it is. Like sometimes you have to like speak yourself into the existence that you want to live with them. But when that light switch actually goes off and you realize like, and you start popping your shit, you're in a whole nother, you're in a whole nother space. And when I went to residency, that was the space that I found myself in. So it was really life changing. It's really life changing. I'm learning how beautiful my pain, the aftermath of my pain, I should say, can truly be. Because the pain is still pain. But the aftermath of it and what happens when, you know, when we really get into that pocket, it's beautiful. It's different. It's different. So another thing that's been going on with me personally is um, this year I've gotten a new therapist. And I may talk about that part of my journey a little bit more down the line. Right now, we're just getting acquainted. But I have to say that as a mental and spiritual health advocate, it's really important to have your people in place. Sometimes that looks like having professionals in place that are studied, that have credentials and people that are really invested in their own personal growth and I want to be a person that practices what I preach. So I felt like it was time for me to get a new therapist. And really, it's time for me to unpack some things and really check in and have somebody else check me in a way that is unbiased. So I'll let you guys know like how... That part of the journey goes and just kind of if, if it's anything worth talking about, of course, and I'm sure that it will be. I'm sure some things are going to be unearthed. Like the first conversation we had, <laughs> I was like, I don't know why, you know, it is that I want to talk about these things that I feel like are hard conversations, but I'm willing to have them with my family so that we can do better and be better and grow And nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody gets mad at me when I bring up shit that nobody feels is appropriate. You know, I'm that person within my family and people always get really bothered and upset about me bringing up things that are, quote, inappropriate that everybody else is talking about behind the scenes anyways. So our first conversation, I kind of share that with my therapist and she's like, that's because they're toxic. And I was like, I know, girl, I know. (laughs) Let me give you the tea. So I'm allowing her to get to know me. I've been very bu- vulnerable with her and very transparent with her and very honest with her. So we're building right now and I'll let you guys know how that goes. But that was something that um a part of this one year that I wasn't even thinking about at the time because I'm just I feel like I don't be really Thinking about these correlations until I kind of sit down to talk about them or to journal about them. And yeah, um, new beginning with a new therapist. And we'll see, you know, we'll see how it goes. But let's talk about... um, labor season. Okay, I want to kind of move on from talking about myself. I just feel like I haven't caught up with you guys in so long. So I just really want to unpack with you guys and let you guys know like where I am, what's been going on with me. And I feel like I try to be as transparent as possible because you never know when having conversations with other people, and sometimes I don't realize until people message me thing, or, you know, just say something to me about a conversation that we've had or something I've said on the podcast, you know, you don't realize like how far your authenticity and your transparency can carry somebody else. And this is just who I am. I'm just a person that doesn't mind talking about things because I feel like somebody else has experienced this or worse, or somebody else maybe going through this and not know what to do about it or maybe suffering in silence. And I'm just a person that I feel like like what's the point of hiding, you know, my pain and my suffering? Like, why not just talk about it? And for one, it's therapeutic to me to talk about it but also it may help somebody else make a decision that's life-altering for them in a way that can help pivot them in a direction that's going to be more beneficial to them and that can impact our community and our world in another way so if something I say or I share can be beneficial why not you know I'm not perfect and my journey hasn't been perfect. So I believe in trying to be as transparent as possible, but it's Libra season and I feel like this energy with Libra is very much about balance. It's about recalibration and I feel like Libra season kind of brings in a little bit of Virgo energy. Like, we came out of Virgo season, right? And Virgo is about structure. Virgo brings all this, like, okay, we need to do this, 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 and this. Virgo brings the to-do list. And they're like, look, we got until Sunday to get this shit done. And then Libra comes in and they bring the balance. Balance. Libra is like, okay, we got all this shit to do, but we also need to practice self-care or we also need to rest in between doing all this or we also, yeah, we got all this, this work and we got these goals that we're trying to accomplish and we're trying to meet, but we also need to have some sustenance. We need a, a balanced meal in all of this. So Libra comes in to bring balance. Libra also comes in bringing justice and harmony to say, hey, this has not been conducted fairly. We're going to come in and bring some restructuring energy. We're bringing balance to the situation. For me, Libra is very much in their temperance energy. It's about balance. It's about Pouring, making sure that if you're pouring into somebody else's cup that you got something to pour from, making sure that you're not depleting all your resources, but that is balanced, making sure that the relationships that you're participating in are balanced relationships and you're not the only one showing up, trying to do the work within your relationships, but that, hey, we're showing up together. So that's the energy that labor season brings, right? And... This is a time where we're being nudged to really evaluate relationships and the harmony of those relationships or the lack thereof. And like I was saying before, we have several planets retrograde. And during the summer, it was even more chaotic because Venus was in the mix. So during the summer specifically, and even still maybe a little right now, you may be feeling some fogginess, a little confusion, some overwhelming energy even. And the good news is that some of that should start settling down for a lot of us. The planets are starting to get back in the air into their normal rhythmic motion. And so right now we do still have five planets that are retrograde. We have Saturn, Pluto, Neptune, Jupiter, Uranus and Chiron They're all retrograde, and I really wish that I had time to run down every single one of these and what they all mean. But I'm going to encourage you guys to do that yourself, to pull your own chart, because we're all about self-sufficiency here. Okay, we have to move past the space of wanting to be spoon fed every ounce of information that we receive. We have to move past a space where we're always wanting somebody else to do the work for us. And we're not checking in with our own personal journeys, with our own growth. We're not checking in to say, hey, yeah, it's probably really important for me to do my own work, to do my own homework. You know, we have to get past a space where we want to be spoon-fed everything and really if we want real growth, it requires work. It requires work. So do your homework. Okay, move more into your independence, move more into your self-awareness. Do your homework. And I really want to encourage you guys to pull your chart and look at where these retrogrades are occurring. It's gonna highlight and bring so much light to what you're experiencing and what you're dealing with and why it's important and what spirit is trying to show you in all this. Look at those placements, look at where they are on your natal chart right now, look at where they were at the time of your birth, what houses they were in when you were born, what houses they're in now. And I feel like although this message is for the collective, when we look at our natal charts and we really examine in more detail how this is impacting us individualistically, we're then able to to get the other message that spirit has for us that's specific for us specific for our journey and our experience and right then and there for us so collectively you know the message is what I've been sharing with you guys today and what I'm um, sharing in this episode but there is something deeper that spirit has for you and the way to get to that information and to that message is to unpack it through your natal chart so With this Libra season happening right now in this moment when Venus has just ended the retrograde cycle. And also, I think it's important to note that Libra is an air sign that's ruled by Venus. So I really felt drawn to highlight the fact that Venus just went direct and Libra season is just beginning kind of simultaneously. Um, I really felt drawn to that because oftentimes, like, we're living like it's no tomorrow. We're just living in the moment we're just, you know, maybe going too hard on the alcohol, maybe overindulging in the fast food and not really bringing enough nourishment and balance to our vessels. And balance is key. This is what spirit is highlighting for us. Like right now, spirit is calling us to bring more balance. We're living, you know, like there's no tomorrow. And spirit is trying to remind us that what comes up also has to come down. We need to be cognizant of the fact that cycles end. You know, my abuela used to always tell me, beauty fades like a wilting flower. My grandmother was like this beautiful young lady. And, you know, in her old age, she, you know, had all these wrinkles in her face. And she was like, you know, this old, you know, 70-something-year-old lady. And she's like... Basically, like, bitch, I was Betty. You know, one day your beauty's gonna fade as well. So, it's important for us to remember that it's not just what's on the outside and the aesthetics, it's about what we are pouring into the vessel. So, labor is coming through, reminding us that balance is the key theme right now because so many of us are out of balance. We're out of balance spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally. Too many of us, myself included, have not been taking proper and adequate care of some aspect of our lives. And we just need better balance. Spirit checks all of us um, and is checking all of us collectively right now on that. If you look at those retrograde planets that I mentioned, you'll see how Spirit is specifically nudging at you right now. I think the biggest takeaway that I got from Venus retrograde was that what I thought self-love and self-care looked like for me just didn't feel like self-love anymore I don't know and not saying that it was that my practices of self-love weren't genuine and authentic but I just think that my needs changed and I wanted to get into therapy to really unpack some of the things that I've been dealing with you know within family and specifically within the mother wound. Um, I recently asked you know different women and I'll pose this question to you all. If, If you listen on Spotify and you go to my show notes scroll all the way down I always put some kind of question up under the episode. And the question was, do you feel that your mother provided you with the emotional support that you needed? And they all told me no. And I feel like with all the energy of all this planetary energy that we're experiencing right now, it's very important for us to tap into what love looks like for us, tap into where we find comfort outside of food, outside of sex, but really how we can be more aware of our personal needs and realizing that sometimes when maybe we think we want or need this, that leaves us unfulfilled, what that really means and what it is at the deeper root of things. It's one thing to like know, like, hey, yes, I need to be doing this or I need to be doing that and being aware of what it is that you should be doing. But it's another thing to have a support system in place that helps you find ways to fine tune the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. And I think for me, The biggest thing that I need to do right now is to process my grief around the relationship with my mom. Um, It's been it's been pretty it's been pretty rough lately. It's been pretty rough. And maybe in some future episodes, I may go a little deeper into it and unpack it. But just know that of all the women that I asked, if they felt emotionally supported by their mother, I shared their same response and the same sentiments so unpacking my grief and acknowledging it and dealing with it and figuring out what's a true healthy balance for the relationship and also coming to terms with the relationship being what it is and not Really continuing to necessarily hold out false hope for it to be something else. You know, when we are in these like spiritual spaces, a lot of times we think that everything has to work out the way that we expect it to or we desire it to. And the same way that we have free will to make decisions with our lives and um, the same way we are alchemists that can manipulate things within our reality, other people have the same power and authority in their own experience. And so sometimes when we find ourselves at these intersections of life and we find ourselves at these crossroads. We have to understand that the same way we have free will, the same way that we are alchemists in our reality, other people are doing the same thing in theirs. And so there are times when those realities don't intersect and intertwine in a way that maybe we want or expect them to. But I think a part of this journey and a part of truly being spiritual is learning to accept things Um, For what they are and learning to move through the journey, even when things don't go our way, learning to find joy and learning to find peace in spaces where maybe there previously wasn't peace and maybe there previously wasn't joy, but really learning how to be at peace when we don't get the things that we expect, or the things that we feel we deserve, or the things that we feel that we're worthy of. Sometimes it doesn't play out in the way that we expect it to. And so for me, that's been a big part of this journey. And maybe for you, that's also a big part of it. That's a big part of my current journey. And so I want to know what you guys think and what your experience is. The other question that I have and you can feel free to also post the snippet of this question on social media. Be sure that if you do post it and you answer the question to tag me. You can also um, email me at Candy at the to answer this question. And it is in what area of your life or in what way are you being called to intentionally seek out more balance and harmony for yourself? So those are the two questions that I had. Again, I'll repeat the questions. The first question is, do you feel that your mother provided you with the emotional support that you needed growing up? And the second question is, in what area of your life or in what way are you being called to intentionally seek out more balance and harmony? Well, beautiful souls, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. You can support me in this podcast in a number of ways. First, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. That's really important. Also, share this or any episode with somebody that you know. Write a review on whatever platform you listen to me on. That just takes a moment, but it's really helpful to this podcast. And lastly, you can make monetary donations by sending cash apps to dollar sign spiritual bestie Venmo to spiritual bestie or PayPal to to Candy Writes, that's C-A-N-D-Y-W-R-I-T-E-S. Share this episode with at least one person who you know would benefit from hearing it. And remember, turn that pain into purpose. Don't live your life in vain. It needs to be more in you than on you. And all other spiritual teachings are in vain if we're incapable of love. I love you all for listening. And until next time and always, peace.